Hello and welcome back to the Money Live podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into the next generation of fraud and how we can build and maintain trust when it comes to dealing with fraud in today's society. To give us some expert insight into the subject, I'm delighted to be joined by Linus Fugel, Senior Vice President, Financial Crime Prevention from Danske Bank. Linus, how are you enjoying the conference today? We're at Nordic Banking. How's it going for you? I think it's going well and there's been some uh, really nice speeches uh, so far. I've also had the pleasure of sitting in on the panel and really interesting to hear the perspectives uh, of the other panelists. So a um, good day so far. That's great to hear. What was your panel on? So I was uh, in, in also on a panel on, on fraud prevention. We talked a lot about trust. We talked a lot about what can we actually do as a society to uh, well basically fight crime while still maintaining trust among our customers. Sounds and fantastic. Before we jump into questions or topics, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So my role is uh, that I'm responsible for our financial crime solutions within Danske Bank. So that covers both uh, fraud prevention, it covers AML, CTF monitoring, it covers sanctions, anti-bribery, corruption, tax evasion. So basically all the fun stuff. Everything. <laughs> and it's, it's my department being, uh, being responsible for those solutions. Amazing. It sounds like you've got everything covered, so... <laughs> well, apart from KYC, yeah, otherwise it's me, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> um, as I said, today we're going to talk about maintaining trust in society as a way to deal with fraud. How do banks benefit in upholding customer trust when it comes to efforts to combat fraud? Yeah, so I think we benefit from the fact that we're actually able to still have a central role in society, but that's, mm-hmm. of course, on a on a very high level but i do think that we as a bank we are not just any given company i think we have a special role in society in making sure that we can you know also have a, you know a good society to hand over to our to our children absolutely in, in, in the end so i think we benefit from the fact that we are still seen as a central institution in society mm-hmm. and i think we can also actually you know pay back to society by, you know, making sure that criminals cannot, you know, get along with whatever they're getting along with. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that idea of the bank is really central in society. Mm-hmm. Come up a lot in um, the discussions I've had today, for, for sure. Um, and it's an important one. Do you think banks take the value of customer trust in financial services organizations for granted at all? So... In Danske Bank, no, we do not take it for granted. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's no secret that our bank has been involved in a, in a very large case in Estonia some years ago. Mm. And I think the bank really has learned a lot from that situation. We have understood that you know, without trust from our customers, from society, I mean, it's very difficult to run a good bank. Yeah. Uh, so at least in Danske Bank, no, we do not in any way take it for granted. On the contrary, every day in what we do, we talk about so if we do this if we do that how would that impact the customer experience how can we secure that our trust uh, that our customers you know trust us that they actually trust us with their money mm. that we can do business with them so i think no not at all taken for granted uh, on the contrary something that we need to build and and maintain every day it's it's still a challenge right it, it's Absolutely. not something that happens by itself we need to constantly think about it i mean I think about it whenever I'm hiring a new colleague into our bank, mm. I need to also you know, understand, so will this new colleague also look out for our customers, even though we are working with solutions, we still need to understand there are real customers out there, they, they need to be able to trust us. So, so it's, it's a constant 
it's a constant battle, I would say. Sure. So what actions should banks be taking to uphold customer trust in that case? Yeah. So I think what we need to do is we need to basically not take it for granted. Mm. We need to think that, well, you know, if we are not considering how to build a good customer experience, then, you know, our customers will simply leave us. And I think when we talk about financial crime, I mean, there's a lot both before people have been, for example, defrauded yeah. and after. And we cannot just wait until customers have been defrauded to do something. We need to, the day customers come into our bank, we need to, you know, show that, well, you can you can be safe with us. Yeah. It doesn't take away the responsibility from you as a customer, but you can understand that we have these solutions in place. So part of my job is, I mean, I need to go out and I need to, you know, inform our customers, I need to help me, you know, create awareness, I need to educate our customers so that they understand that, okay, if something suspicious happens, there should be a little thing in their mind saying, oh, is this related to what Danske Bank told me? And if yes, I hope they will, you know, read more or maybe even, you know, contact us or contact some of their relatives and think, hey, I'm in this situation, I've gotten this offer, it sounds a little odd, mm. you know, what do you think? So I think we have a role to play both before fraud happens, but then of course, if something happens, we need to be there for our customers. And that happens for both personal customers who've been a you know victim of investment scams or you know romance scams or you know it could be corporate customers being yeah. part of a CEO fraud case and so forth. And we need to be there, we need to support them and we need to give them this, you could say, understanding that well they're not alone in this and, and we can help them. Absolutely. And I think on that point, um, can we talk about how important it is to convey to customers what we're doing as banks to help them. I think, you know, we talk a lot between at conferences and between ourselves about how much we're doing. Is it communicated enough to customers so that they feel safe in our hands? So, I mean, just the other day, I, I read that only 7% of fraudulent cases are reported. 7%? Yes, so that's a very, very small part, right? Yeah. And for me, that tells me something that no we're probably not doing everything that we could mm -hmm. i mean so in my view we need to have more awareness uh, we need to make the whole society aware that you know this is happening and one of the important ways of fighting it is that we dare to talk to each other you know i need to make you aware that you know how fraudsters are working so that if you are approached you will realize, no, this is probably not for real. Yeah. You know, I will either just hang up or I'll call my <laughs> bank and say, you know, something fishy here. So I think we could do more. Um, but I think looking back, I think the whole industry is doing more and more. And Definitely. I think we're seeing more just you know, a few weeks ago. There was a huge campaign in, in Sweden where we also operate, where, you know, basically everywhere in, in the public space, you know, you'd find posters and you would find like small... Uh, video clips on YouTube and so forth, just to make people more aware of how are criminals working, what can you do to protect yourself? And yeah. this is a constant battle. It's not just done by, you know, doing it once, because then criminals find new ways and, you know, constantly we need to adapt. Absolutely. It's an upwards trajectory, but it's always moving. With emerging technologies and um, emerging cyber threats and this also being a constant mover, is the financial sector kind of always playing catch up or do you think we can get ahead of threats? So I think that 
we have to some degree already kind of uh, caught up. So I sure. think what we can see is criminals are not any longer attacking the bank systems. Mm -hmm. Much more they're going after the individuals. I dare to say that that's because it's super difficult to rob a bank these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in the end, I'm sad to say it, but it's much easier, you know, to approach 1,000 or 100,000 people. And then if just one of them will pick up and you're able to social engineer that person to hand over, you know, a, a, a password or basically to send me money, it's much easier. Yeah, right? absolutely. So I think it shows that we can make a difference, but no, we're not at the goal line yet. So. Mm -hmm. I do think with the help of technology like advanced analytics, machine learning, I think we are able to protect customers better, we are able to catch up, but we cannot think that this is just a silver bullet fixing everything. Sure, absolutely. Um, on that, what can we do? Have you got any success stories for us? You know, you're leading financial crime at Danske, what lessons are there to be learned? So, I mean, I think we need to take as a starting point that this is this is not just a task that is you know, static, it's constantly evolving. And I think we need to take that as a starting point that this is a constant battle. Mm -hmm. But I do think that some of the successes that we have, for example, you know, we have, you know, just last year, we've implemented a, a new system for our card fraud prevention. You can see in the numbers that, you know, we are catching more fraud. And at the same time, we've been able to allow customers to take a bigger role themselves. If something is not suspicious, they can reactivate their card themselves. So the customer experience is much better than it used to be where, okay, I mean, my card is blocked. I need to call the bank. I need to get a new card. It'll take, you know, two weeks in the, in the post, right? So I think, you know, I think that is a very good example of where we can both, you know, enhance our ability to fight fraud and we can give good customer experience at, at, at the same time. So I think general notion, using data, combining different data sources, Definitely. I think that will allow us to take a big step forward in this space. Makes sense. Sounds exciting times ahead and it sounds like safe times ahead as well. <laughs> it's scary, but it's pretty cool as well. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, I've got one final wrap-up question for you and it, it might be a big one. If you, or can you, rate the financial industry's efforts in fighting fraud on a scale of 1 to 10, where would it stand and what would it take to get to a 10? So... That is a, that is a, a difficult and good question. <laughs> so um, I mean, I think we're still I think we're still in the early stages sure. um, because technology has changed so much over the last 10, 15 years. Mm. Uh, so even though some of the fraud methods have been around for more than 100 years, I think that you know, there's still a, a, a long road to, uh, to walk or to run. Um, so I would probably place us in you know around the middle now sure okay but um so maybe like five or six mm -hmm. to get to a 10 i think it's it's a combination of really being able to apply the new opportunities within technology but also while society accepting that society need to make a way i mean make available the right foundation mm. to allow for enough collaboration and i think you know being able to share information to really fight this i think that's what's required because we can see something we can kick up the customer but if that customer just moves over to a competitor bank we have not really you know solved the problem as society so i think this collaboration would be the second point and then the third one 
we all also as private people need to talk about this and we need to share if something goes wrong. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Linus. That was really, really insightful. So thanks for joining us today. You're most welcome. Thank you. If you enjoyed hearing from Linus, why not head over to the Money Live website where you can find podcasts, articles, webinars, and more with more of our amazing speakers. Bye, Linus. Thank you. Bye-bye.